What's up, everybody? Just want to tell you how you can come support the show. If you get any value out of it, you can return the value by going to truezilla.org. You can see all of our links up there. Um, we've got a Bitcoin donation. We've got a PayPal donation. You've got Patreon. You've got rockfin.com forward slash truezilla. Um, you can create a free account to watch all our videos there or a membership account, and you can watch all the premium content from us and everybody else on the website. And also, if you guys don't have a Truezilla t-shirt, I don't know what you're doing, truezilla.org forward slash shirts. They're, they're really awesome. We've been actually selling quite a few, and we really appreciate it. So, um, you guys, thank you so much, and thank enjoy you. the show. Welcome to Truezilla. I am Megan sitting here with my good friends, Scott and Ed. Our guest today is a cultural icon with an exciting life story. Mm -hmm. He is a musician, comedian, actor, writer, director, and a cannabis rights activist. <laughs> you know him from mm. the classic Cheech and Chong films and that 70s show. Tommy Chong, welcome to the show. Thank you. And you forgot to say that I'm Canadian. 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 Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. So very important. Very, very important. Very important. Especially at the border. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Man. So yeah, what an honor. Thank you so much for being yeah, here with us so today. Much. Like it's really, My really pleasure. cool. It's really, My really pleasure. cool. Um, so where do we even begin? Like there's so much stuff that, you know, like that, that intersects with some of the, a lot of the stuff we talk about on the show, like a few things that we kind of really stand for is just like, you know, medical freedom and the right for us to be able to, you know, make medical decisions for ourselves. And, you know, and I know that your story, I mean, like, like the ultimate in, uh, Hey government, I get to, you know, you don't get to tell me what I, what I would get to do when, when it comes to what I put in my body. So, um, you know, where are we at with, with, with that? Or, 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 or give us some insight into how you think the government, where, where the line, where we draw the line when it turns, when, when it comes well, to what, what we put, what we put in our body. You got to remember uh, our society, you know, our civilization uh, since the beginning has always been uh, formed on racism, mm. uh, you know, tribalism or racism and uh, and making laws against people's cultural uh, habits is one way of uh, creating a, a, a way to interfere in other people's lives uh, under the guise of law, under mm. the the umbrella of a law, and uh, and that's what we faced. We've been. It, I, I figure I, I, it pot has been illegal all my life. Yeah, it went illegal in 1938. I was born in 1938, uh, and since then, you know we proven you know i think beyond a reasonable doubt that uh, that pot is not only harm harmless but it, it's helpful yeah. it 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 cures and helps so many people with so many ailments regardless of what your nationality is mm -hmm. right and and so we're coming out of the dark ages mm -hmm. you know and we're emerging and and like the black lives matter that's a good good example of it uh, you know, coming out of it, uh, all the, uh, the 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 native tribes, you know, that are being recognized now uh, with their sovereign land uh, ownership, and uh, yeah, we're we're slowly emerging out of that that dark shadow mm. of racism, and 
And eventually, you know, and hopefully in my lifetime that we will be able to go, oh, yeah, I remember, <laughs> you know, that's the way it used to be, but it's not that way anymore. And, and, and by the way, it's these new, every, a lot of people were very worried about AI, you know, artificial mm -hmm. intelligence. Uh, but <laughs> they're the same people that created those racist laws, you know. Uh, they're afraid of anything uh, and everything, you know, especially if it, if it threatens their uh, existence, you know, because that's basically what the race racist laws did. You know, mm -hmm. they created uh, a very uh, <laughs> underpaid uh, working class, you know, uh, where you didn't even have all you had to do is, you know, give them a room and board uh, and you could get all the work you wanted out of them. And we're, we're not only emerging from that, but we're, we're learning. We're learning from it. And uh, I think there's a lot of the art. The art has really shown the way because mm -hmm. art, art was how we uh, uh, kept track of everything. You know, before writing, there's always sign languages and you know signposts and that drawings that told the story uh, of the of the human uh, of this particular human uh, race mm -hmm. you know uh, and, and i think we're, we're benefiting you got to remember all all this what's been going down has always been recorded and uh, and written down mm -hmm. and in the form of uh, religious texts for the most part because that's always been man's uh, quest you know why am i here who am i and what am i doing here and and uh, why 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 do i exist right. that that's the big question well we've the the bible has given us answers from the get-go right from the beginning and it's our interpretations civilizations interpretation interpretations of of the holy books that has caused quite a bit of grief you know as we learn you know uh for instance uh you know the christianity was never a religion it, it started out as as a prophet that that knew the secret, you know, the, 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 the secret of our, our existence. And the prophet uh, was, was murdered for his, for his, uh, his beliefs in his, just think about Jesus. All he preached was peace mm -hmm. and love and kindness, and they couldn't wait to kill him. And isn't that just that's just emblematic of every, you know, thing in our society, you know, when somebody rises to a point where they can be potentially a person who can speak a true message of peace and love and unity, that person is vilified and, and struck down, you know, I mean, like, we, yeah. like, especially, you know, yeah. just talk about like the 60s, 70s, the era when you came to be, you know, that that's just rampant, you know, it, it, yeah. it's, and it's interesting, though, like nowadays, it seems like they've kind of switched tactics, whereas, you know, they, they used to assassinate and now... Now what? Now what? I don't know. It's Cancel. interesting. Cancel. Well, yeah. 
Well, well, now you, you don't have the control that the 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 people had back in the day. Mm-hmm. See, when 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 Jesus, he 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 never had an organized religion. He, he never organized anything. The most he did was he had he had apostles, and and this is by the way the the, the writers of the of the gospels. They're the ones that invented Jesus' mindset. You know. Because, you know, the Bible says, oh, Jesus went around and collected all these apostles. I don't think so. I think they kind of followed him. You know, when they when they heard him talk, they said, oh, and, and create the miracles. I think they said, oh, you know, I'm going to follow this guy for a minute. And, and I think that's what happened. Uh, but 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 what he did see, Jesus wasn't the first. There were so many prophets before him and, and prophets after him because here's the key here's what's happening what jesus taught us and and by the way jesus was a jew he was never a christian he was he was born and died a jew and so this is jewish teachings that that were that were that the christians uh, adhere to what happened the romans when they found out you know that their god baal wasn't uh, really producing like jesus could do And and more more than anything, the following, then they co-opted, the the then they invented Christianity, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 then they invented the Pope and the and the cardinals and all the hierarchy that goes with, with the, how they used to do it back in the day when they had priests and uh, high priests and lower all that crap, so. What we're coming out of now, we're coming out of this uh, this era. First of all, it got all put down, you know, mm-hmm. the modern day God is dead kind of thing. You know, uh, we don't need. Yeah, that's what communism uh, e- emerged out of this. We don't need this religious crap. You know, we just got to be <laughs> just be, you know, just pay homage, homage to the rich and powerful, mm. you know, uh, but but. The truth is, and what Jesus taught, and what I learned, is that in the Bible it says there was no beginning and no end. Right in the beginning, Alpha Omega, you know, there was uh, no beginning and no end. Eternity, that's the definition of eternity. So if we've been here, you know, as a species, if we are eternal beings, which we are, we've always been here. And all we're doing now is playing the role. We're sort of like uh, coming back and and playing the the human drama, so to speak. And and we come back every time we come back. We 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 leave and we come back. We come back to learn, mm-hmm. to learn, and 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 which explains everything. See what I, what I learned. In, in my studies, in my thinking, in my pot smoking, mm-hmm. is the uh, uh, how eternity fig- factors into everything. Because eternity means there's there's no end. Mm-hmm. There was no beginning. There was, this has always been, but in the physic in the physical world which we live in. For a minute, for for a brief 
brief period of time. Because sure, sure. what what is the uh, the lifespan? Is what 50, 60 years, maybe 70, 80, and, or you know, the guys are one hundred and six, but you really you can't count too many of those guys because <laughs> by the time you reach that age, you're you're just there. You're not mm. you're not doing a whole lot. Uh, but you see what I mean? We're we're we, we're all here for a short period of time. Yeah. And, and it's like a play. We're all cast in different characters to learn, to learn. And, and, and so that's what we're doing. And this is how you accept what is out there, you know, and, and in terms of uh, like, like me going to jail, mm-hmm. for instance, that was ordained. That was meant to be. I enjoyed every minute of it. I had one bad half hour, and that was the night. The night I got into the bunk, and I'm in in a dormitory with 200 men, and it sounds like a jungle, you know, man jungle, yeah. where they're making all the man noises, you know, the farts and oh, the yeah. screams oh, yeah. and the crying and the moaning and the, you know, and and I went from a, a beautiful a house in, in the Palisades in California, <laughs> double big queen size bed, you know, with a gorgeous wife. And now I'm in a little bunk, yeah. <laughs> you know, with a blanket and a sheet. And I had one bad half hour. And that was it. That was when I heard the, the key. I could hear the lock being the door being locked. Mm-hmm. And I got a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And and then, then I went to my 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 spiritual training, and uh, like meditation, and and then that disappeared, and and so, what I realized is that I was there for a reason. Hmm. See, everything happens for a reason, yeah. and I think it was that two days later, I, I threw the I Ching, hmm. uh, the I Ching, yep. and 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 the first thing the I Ching said was that you are in prison for a reason. And, and then went on to say that jails are corrective institutions where you correct your behavior. And, and I, 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 just, I just blossomed in, in that environment because I turned it into like a, a religious retreat. You know, there I got my bunk. I got no family. I got no, no distractions. I just got me and myself. And, and, and that, was, that was an incredible experience. And so then I, and I started studying, I started learning. And what I learned was that we live in the physical world to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Good, bad, and everything. We, when we go to the spiritual world, which, by the way, I don't think we're there a, a long time if you got a lot to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like if you've been a real asshole on earth, I don't think you spend a lot of time in heaven. Mm-hmm. I think I think you just get on the next <laughs> stork or whatever, yeah. and, you're, <laughs> and, you're born, <laughs> and you're born again. <laughs> and, and and this time, this time. It might be the same as last time, but this time you're there and, and, and might be a little tougher. You know, you might end up, you know, being a refugee in Somali or yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Th- that's all possible because in the spirit world, there's nothing but love right. in the spirit world. Yeah. But in the physical world, that's when all the, that's where all the action takes place. That's where all the learning takes place. Right. And that's where we are now. 
you see. And, and, and that's what we're going through now. You know, our, 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 you, you look at our trials and tribulations. But one th- you know, I mean, there, there, there are many. And what I've learned, too, is that when you don't have big problems, your little problems become big problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We call them, we call so, them, so, we call them Cadillac yeah. problems, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so if you're not, say, crippled, like, yeah. uh, you know, or, and all messed up, learning, you know, in that way, learning, going around in a wheelchair or something, you know, that, that's your big problem. Or, or if you're born rich with everything, that's your big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, all, everything that you face. And then what we have to do is is learn our, ourselves. You can't be taught. You, you, you can find a teacher, you know. And there's a saying that when the pupil's ready, yep. the teacher appears, yep. you know. Yep. So, so all, all, this, is, this is what I gathered, you know, when I was... Uh, incarcerated and then I, I kept on with it you know yep. and and I learned I, I've learned the power of God now this is this is very interesting and I'm glad we're talking because I don't get a chance to 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 uh, to, to, to you know reveal this but it's it's funny first of all God, has a great sense of humor, mm-hmm. a great sense of humor. That's the only way we can explain Trump, you know, because God is, he loves a laugh. He loves to laugh. And he loves me, Tommy Chong. He loves me to death. And when people say, how do you know that? I said, have you seen my wife? There you go. She is gorgeous. And, and she's been with me all her most of her life and most of my life we've been together and she gets more gorgeous every day and 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 it's not like we're we're tired of each other used to each other because we still act there's still this (laughs) this barrier (laughs) of a beautiful woman with a old horny guy (laughs) there's there's still that there's still that that thing there but there's also a sense of of living each moment to the fullest you know instead of worrying about the past worrying about the future worrying about uh, what you don't have or what you should have uh, we've managed to just enjoy every moment and then we both create she makes dresses and she makes all sorts of stuff. She dances every day and, and she keeps herself beautiful. I make my marijuana pipes. <laughs> That's, That's great. That's awesome. People say, say, what do you, what do you do in your spare time when you're not smoking? I'm making pipes yep. Yep. <laughs> to, to smoke with. And that's my art. Yeah. But I've also done all the rest. You know, I did the movies. I did everything else. And it's because I know that God is not only exists, you know, a lot of people say, does God really exist? That cracks me up as, as they're talking, because you're looking at a, a product of God and <laughs> saying, did I really, did God really make me, you know? Uh, and, and, and when, when, when I, when I say God and, and I get along, 
little problems, I lose my phone all the time. There you go. All the time. Yeah. And so you know not, you know how I find it? After I look for a while, you turn it over. I to say, God. God. Yeah. I say, God, where's my phone? <laughs> and within seconds, maybe minutes, but seconds. Oh. It's usually in my hand, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's like me wearing my glasses and yelling for my kids to help me find my glasses. So <laughs> and I'm yeah. wearing them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're wearing them. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's happened more than once. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to yeah. say, but <laughs> you know, I, I. But then, but then you 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 put that into other problems of your life. Well, obviously, you guys are are, are aware of it in some form or another. Because you're you're successful, you're awake, you're you you got ambition, you got drive, you got focus, you know all of that. All of that comes from uh, being blessed. Yeah. I call it blessed <laughs> because there's a lot of people uh, they're, they're as opposed to being blessed, they're cursed. Yeah, it's and, true. and we don't know why, and we will never know why, because we don't know anybody's uh, past history of why they ended up the way they did you know for instance cheech cheech and i we just finished doing a, a documentary nice and and cheech no cheech and i were we had a great great career i yep. mean we were on top of the world <laughs> we had a number one record i mean movies records grammys everything and then then it it, it stopped it, it, it like we stopped, he stopped listening. He stopped believing in me, really, you know, because because I I, I am really a, a, a weird, weird guy to, to hang with because you don't know from one day to the next mm -hmm. what we're going to be doing. You know, there's no really set plan, you know, and that's why I've done so many things, you know, because uh, I, I'm 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 being led, by the way, I'm being shoved and pushed and 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 because of my relationships relationship with god because very early in my life i turned my life more or less over to god and and i said okay you know because i was what eight years nine yeah eight years old and uh, i went to bible camp and uh and i really enjoyed the stories i loved the stories i felt so much at home and then they in, in Bible camp, they taught me how to pray. Now, that's a very important uh, uh, skill to have. It's a, and, and all the all the religions teach prayer is so important. Well, when you look at the outside world, you know, the people, that's one part where they neglect to the point of almost being proud of it. Ah, we never say grace. Ah, I don't believe in that shit. You know all that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, it's like saying I don't believe in electricity. You know, uh, you sure. know yeah. here, let me let me touch that wire. You know, it 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 that that's that is so powerful to 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 even just know about it. Well, with me, it went beyond knowing. It's like when I started at that early age. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you pray for the right things, really, your prayer will be answered before you know it. Because what all you're really doing is falling in line with the plan that was set or is set for you. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. 
And that's that's all you're doing. Now, when you wander off that plan, that means you've got to go learn. Mm-hmm. You you got to go off and learn because you know you never learn by winning. Right. Yeah, winners, yeah, winners. Well, how do you feel? Well, I feel great. I won. You know? Yeah. But when you talk to losers, how do you feel? Well, I should have done this. I should have next time. I'll do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, winners, and that's why there's not very few winners. But there's a shitload of losers, yeah. and and because we're, that's the ones that need to learn, you see. Yeah. And even winners, when you look at Tiger Woods, he couldn't lose, and all of a sudden now he can't win. Why? Because he didn't learn. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did not learn. And so, in the beginning, he had all his wins, and uh, because he was on the right path, he was listening. To to the to to the, his spiritual uh, overself, and then the minute he got with the with the bad boys, you know, uh, Michael Jordan and Charles mm. Barkley, uh, he discovered his dick, and there when you, yeah, when that happens, game over, game <laughs> yeah. over, yeah. game over, man, and and, and 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 so that's 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 basically. And the, and the way you get along with everybody is that you just look at them and realize you're just learning. Mm-hmm. Way to go! Come on, you can do it. You can, you know, you're not at the finish line. You're 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 getting close, or or you might even be getting close to being in the race or whatever. But that's that's why with 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 uh, with what we're doing now. Yeah, that's why. If you stay creative, if you're into music or any kind of arts or in any kind of athletics where where you don't hurt other people, mm-hmm. uh, you 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 are really doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is 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 really listening and obeying that those instincts mm-hmm. that you get, and when you get those instincts and they're not polluted. See, when I say polluted, see, a lot of times wealth will will ruin everything, mm-hmm. you know, because and that was that was why I was so lucky, because I I, I never even even when we did up in smoke, you know, we did up in smoke. Up in smoke grows so much money, and you know what. Cheech and I never saw hardly a penny of it. Wow. That's, see, I, I watched that last night with my brother. I got really, really stoned, and then I added an edible to the top of that, and then I turned that on. with. I just, I just made like a pillow fort on my front room floor, just a little bit of drool, but not a lot. And I turned that on, and it was the year I was born, so I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to watch it the night before. I was dying laughing. My face, about I looked at the timer. It was like 24 minutes and 13 seconds in. I had to pause it and go take five minutes to smoke a little more because my face hurt so bad from laughing it was so hilarious and my kids were yelling from downstairs mom why are you laughing so hard be quiet and go to sleep it's timeless it's timeless yeah totally it's hilarious yeah Yeah. sure well that 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 that, that, that's what i'm saying that that was my that was my path yeah that that was that's what ordained you see no one no one said Let's write a movie and call it Up in Smoke. No one said that. No, what happened was that I got tired of touring, uh, going to Australia all the time. Because here's the thing about creativity. You know, you create something, and it's one of a kind. 
and and you're very proud of it and you love it and that's good and then someone comes along and says oh i want to buy that so then now you have to create another one mm. and pretty soon you're you're really tired of creating the same thing yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. And, 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 and 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 so we're doing we're doing our live show we're, we're oh we're successful we're australia everything's great you know but it got boring because we kept doing the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. And every time we do a new show, I would have to write a new show. And so next thing you know, it's Australia time again. I thought, like this. I don't want to do this. I want to, I, I wish you do a movie. You see, that's where I got that little voice, that little, that little God telling yeah. me, yeah. Uh, okay, it's time to do a movie. Okay. And the way, the way it was, it was all luck. It was all luck because I started writing a movie. Another movie was a, 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 a screenwriter that I just met. <clears throat> and then when Cheech and uh, Lou heard about it, Lou Adler, our producer, Lou said, okay, well, uh, let me, we'll, we'll do a movie. I'll get the deal. And so uh, Lou Adler got the, went got out and got the deal with Paramount. And, and then, uh, then we got a deal. And so then, see, that's how Cheech and I work. We, we never... We, oh, what happened? Never oh. We never we never write together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we come up with ideas. And the next thing you know, we got a, a, a job. <laughs> and, and this in this case, our job was to do a movie. Mm-hmm. And so now I just did a, a documentary about the making of Up and Smoke. So nice. I'm, I, I'm really aware. And I've always been aware of what happened. Up and Smoke was a fluke. Hmm. From the start to the finish, what happened? Uh, Lou Adler wanted to call it uh, Cheech and Chong's greatest hits. Hmm. Uh, Lou uh, Cheech just went along with whatever I, I said. Uh, I wrote a song called "Up in Smoke," and right after we started writing the the the, the movie, and uh, and then Cheech says, "That's the title. That's the title," and so I wrote the title song. And then we started writing the, uh, the movie. And when I say we, it was mostly me writing down bits and ideas and everything else. Uh, I wrote what was an outline, uh, a 45-page outline, and that that became Up in Smoke. Lou Adler kept putting in, uh, trying to get us to do our record bits, mm-hmm. which we did, which... The, the driving bit that you saw sure. that uh, uh, that was a that was a five minute bit on stage mm. that ended up in as a movie. But because we're on stage, we're pretending that we're out, out there doing anyway. Uh, the movie was so ordained. It was so, you know, God was right there. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. God's got such a great sense of humor, sense of timing and everything. Yeah. And 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 at the end of the movie, and this I've, I've been going through this with my daughter and her her guy because they're doing uh, documentaries. Uh, Lou became was the director by name only. Og was really the director, and and at the end of the movie, he felt like he he knew he had everything, and so him and he, he, because he was the director, he. Uh, he was close to the editors and that. And so the editors and, and Lou come up with an ending. And they were going to surprise me with the ending. Well, they did surprise me, only it wasn't the kind of surprise they were hoping for. 
You know, it was like, ah, oh, this is shit. We got to write a new movie. We got to write a new ending. <laughs> and wow. so I did. <clears throat> and we shot it. And anyway, long story short, we, we, uh, we, we got a hit movie. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably big hit movie. But again, like I said, God's got that sense of humor. God says, okay, uh, you've just made a movie, but now in order to keep your ass working, because if you get all that money now, you're going to quit. You're going to ruin your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're going to chase whatever stupid things, you know, house, a boat, a car, a woman or whatever, you know, but no, you're going to go back on the road mm-hmm. and you're going to start again from nothing. And then, then you're going to make more movies, <clears throat> which we did. And, and, uh, and here we are, but, but the, the 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 thing is, you have to listen to that small, still voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they call it. And uh, I've been listening, and here I am. That's amazing. And so, you know, one of the things that you'd mentioned that really stood out to me is that, you know, you know, it's that motivation, it's that motivation to succeed. You know, I, I, I can relate, uh, in the sense that, you know, I made some bad choices in my life. You know, I was actually addicted to substances for a while, I made some bad choices and I ended up in prison. I did about 14 months, you know, for doing stuff to support my habit, you know, so I saw the inside of these institutions myself, but in that, that was a corrective thing for me as well. You know, I had that, that awakening experience and I realized that this is not the type of life I want to lead anymore. And when I got out, I had all this motivation. And, you know, for me, it was a very spiritual thing, too. You know, honestly, when I was on the inside, uh, of course, here in Oregon, Oregon prisons are not like, you know, <laughs> it's like literally it was like uh, suntanning on the yard during the summer. And like I got to check out a guitar. So I got really into guitar playing and stuff. You know what I mean? And so it was like it was like and we had like veggie trays. And then they brought in like this uh, this therapy pony, like a miniature pony with like uh, a, pony? a, a yep, yep. They, they brought a therapy pony in for with like uh, little boots and oh uh, like a little dress on for like the inmates to pet right and so like i had my, my bunkie my Fox next therapy pony yeah exactly my bunkie <laughs> next to me he uh he was from california he'd done 18 years on a bank robbery and i was like hey do they have veggie trays and therapy ponies down in california prison he's like fuck no man this is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so but but anyway so that, that that was my experience you know so you know but at the same time one of my biggest things was like I refuse to get comfortable here. I do not want to get comfortable here. I refuse to make this acceptable. This is unacceptable to me personally, you know, and so, but I did grow from it and, and I got out and, you know, I've been clean ever since. I actually work as a drug and alcohol counselor now, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 you know, but, but with all that to say, like that provided me with just, you know, a framework of what I don't want and also has provided me with a lot of this motivation to do all these other things. You know, I'm in a band myself, you know what I mean? And, and I do this show and I do all these things and it's like, I don't think I would have that if I hadn't had that awakening experience, you know, and I was curious exactly. and, and I know that you have so much that you've done and so much that you've accomplished in your life, but is that a result of anything maybe earlier in your life of any, uh, struggles or, uh, oh, yeah. dark stuff that, that propelled you and t- turned that spark on for you? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. In a way the spark was, is inside us. Yeah. It's always been, been there. No, I, I was, I was, I was very lucky. Because I, I, I never really had a mom or parents until I was about, I guess, five, I'm, I'm having a hard time, five or six. Yeah. I think it was about that age. Because what happened, my mother got TB, uh, I, I think I was about six months old or something. Like that. I was quite young. She, she got diagnosed with 
TB. So she was quarantined for five years, wow. even even wow. longer. We never, so I never had a mom. My dad was in the Second World War, and so he had a, some war, war injuries. And so when he got out of the war, uh, uh, when the war ended, and then he ended up uh, coming home, uh, he couldn't afford. He, he he had some issues, so he couldn't. Uh, uh, provide us with a house or you know uh, living you know he, he was by him he, he had problems so we ended up in an orphanage like uh the salvation army home in calgary and that's that's one of my earliest my earliest memories was being in the hospital mm. and, and i had nurses uh, all over me <laughs> because i was such a little cute little brown guy so i really got a titty fixation from that because <laughs> I had these gorgeous these gorgeous uh, nurses always hugging me and the kids you know so i i had a pretty nice in the hospital and then i went to the home and and i had it nice because i was small and i was you know my brother had it rough my brother ended up being very tough because he he had to fight his way to and from the the public school because mm-hmm. the home kids had to go to the to the public school and and the, of course everybody hey you're from the home hey and, and the, you know that sexist racist kind of shit and, and so my brother he was a very tough tough guy he, he's three years older than me and so i was kind of always protected mm-hmm. uh and, and i was always a, a bystander i was always standing off the side watching looking and then learning and learning i was the, never the uh, much of a participant, you know. And then when my my dad and my mother got out of the hospital, my dad got a job as a. And by the way, he he got a job because of my prayer. Mm. <laughs> I know, I know, because uh, I remember riding in the car. We were so poor, you could see the 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 ground in the car that we had. The floorboards were were that bad. He could wow. see the ground underneath. And that was kind of fascinating when you're a kid. But but then. Uh, my dad, uh, you know, I prayed that he would get a job that would pay a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> to me, that was a lot of money. And you know what? I think it was the next day my dad came home and said that he's got a job. Wow. <laughs> it, it was like, whoa. And, and then he never stopped working. He was a truck driver, long distance truck driver. And he worked us, worked us out of the, out of the, 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 you know, the, the shitty home, you know, <laughs> literally into a, a nice wartime house and, and so on. So, so, you know, but I, I like music, for instance, I got into music simply because I was the only one in the neighborhood that could play enough guitar to help back up a fiddle player who, who played for parties that we had at our house. And so next thing you know, I'm eight years old playing backup guitar for a, a fiddle player and we're playing for dancing. Nice. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that set. it's uh, like an hour, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe an hour and a half and then a break and then another couple hours, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're all drinking. I'm not, I'm yeah. too young, but I'm, I'm learning how to play backup guitar. And so I, you know, that was my early training. Uh, you know how to keep the beat and how to how to how to play what the people want that was that's what i learned there and then then when i went to army and see my poverty really propelled me into these different areas because i had no choice 
you know, yeah. unlike these poor, these, when I say poor rich kids, I mean it too, yeah. because they get to choose basically, or their parents choose whatever experience they want them to go through. Well, with me, I had no choice. You know, if you wanted to make money and have a, a holiday and learn how to march, you join army cadets because you got paid for going to army cadets. And so I was an army cadets from the age of uh, 14, 13, 14 till I was 16, I guess, when, when I when I got out. But I learned how to march. I learned how to do all sorts of crazy things, you know, with the cadets. And and then and, and in cadets, I learned I met the the native uh, Elvis impersonator. Mm. He, he didn't look anything like Elvis, but he could wiggle his hips and <laughs> sing Elvis song. And the girls loved him, and that changed my life too. Because I said, "Wow, you know, now I know what I want to do with my yeah. life." Yeah. yeah, no, everything, everything that happened to me was because I had nothing. Mm. It was, and that is such a great motivator. Mm -hmm. It's such a great motivator because you got no choice. You got nothing to fall back. Yeah, you know. Now I've got a couple of kids. You know, I, I got uh, uh, one 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 son. He's got, he lives in Tofino, and right now I'm I, I, I'm. There was a joke about. I told him one time that I'm rich enough that he could become a jazz musician. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, guess guess what? What's that? He's a jazz <laughs> he, musician. He, he took me up on it. Nice. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> But he teaches. He teaches yeah, cool. as well, and 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 I I can see that's going to be his his thing to do because he's a good teacher and he's got a lot of patience and he loves kids, you know. And he's got his own son, and is and and he's married to a very beautiful, uh, talented uh, engineer. She's uh, she does uh, windmills, you know, the yeah. powerful windmills. Yeah, yeah. And so so he's 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 set, you know. But but. What, what 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 propelled me was poverty, you know, and and you got a choice when you're poor. You can wallow in it or you can get the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's all up to you. You know, and and in my family, by the way, my brother, he, he I I had him playing bass, but he couldn't play bass. Uh, but I I showed him he, he had enough rhythm and everything that I could show him. But when the band left town, he stayed behind because he re really wasn't a musician. And uh, he had a wife and a couple of kids. And, and so he stayed. And, and same as my sister. My sister, uh, she lives in, in Surrey now. She's the only one that's alive of uh, the family. And, and she's, uh, she's sweet as can be. We just found out that we're all, uh, the Chong kids were all uh, 20 Oh, 20, 25 percent native. Mm. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And and uh, my sister looks it. She really looks native. And her kids really look native. And they grew up in, a, in an area of Vancouver where every all the native people knew knew that they were native before they did. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. I got another question for you. So, um, so I kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, I, I chose a life of complete abstinence. You know, I, I smoked a lot of weed in my days, but these days I just don't, I just choose to just find my spiritual, uh, you know, path to be, you know, clear headed and, and, and on that path. Right. But I did joke with a lot of my friends in recovery. I'm like, God, 
if I if I smoke a joint with Tommy Chong on the show, is that considered a relapse? Like, is it really? I mean, is it really? So so anyway, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, but so here's the thing though. Uh, I was curious. I know that you brush elbows with you've brushed elbows with everybody. You know, a lot of people. Like, is there anybody on your list of people that you really want to smoke a joint with, but you haven't yet? Uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Paul and Paul knows it. I've I've smoked out or smoked in front of all the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, you know, John, George, and Ringo, mm -hmm. but not Paul. Mm. And yet, Paul was the only real bona fide pothead amongst of all of them. <laughs> and uh, and Paul knows about it. We got mutual friends, and and and, and Paul said, "Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be honored to smoke with Tommy Chong." Yeah. So no, that's that. Uh, I, I I once smoked with Jimi Hendrix, but he was in the bathroom doing heroin and i was up in the, in the living room smoking my joint alone <laughs> and, uh, Damn it, and that was the closest on, i get <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the closest i come to jimmy and who else i smoke yeah i've, I've smoked with uh wally from leave it to beaver oh wow Wow. <laughs> I smoked with Wally <laughs> and George Harrison at the same cool. time. That wow. Was quite a trip. That's awesome. That was quite a trip. Yeah, I've smoked with, with quite a few people. Peter Sellers was okay. the most fun. Nice, man. You know, you know the comedian? He's yep, yep. so fun. Pink Panther. When we, when we flew to, to uh, England uh, to do our, a tour there that he arranged, uh, the plane landed and then the stewardess came to Cheech and I, and they said, okay, you guys, uh, when you get off the plane, there, there'll be, um, uh, a, a stewardess will take you, uh, to a private, uh, meeting place. Uh, you know, you're not going through the regular border. You, it's like a VIP place. And so we got off the plane and we get taken over to this area and there was a limousine parked in that in that area. And as we approached the limousine, the window rolled down. And then this giant piece of hash, <laughs> a guy holding a giant piece of hash with the end burning. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> came out of the window. It came out of the window. And, like, <laughs> and of course, it was Peter on the other end of the hash. Wow. <laughs> wow. He had a... He had to think of some really crazy way to uh, to greet Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, uh, we had the most fun with Peter, man. He he's so he was so crazy and so so funny, just just nuts. He was just crazy. He was a drummer. Okay. By the way. Okay. He was like a show drummer mm -hmm. when he was 15 years old. He was on the road, and he was considered the greatest jazz drummer in the world. Wow. And I never heard him play drums, but I can I can imagine because because he's got all that great uh, great timing. Yeah, we we've uh, partied with 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 the best. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So that that reminds yeah. me also too. Then okay, so Tommy, you're in this perfect position now to really get us out of all these messes that we're in. Really, like here's my opinion and here's my strategy. I think like if we could just get close enough to some of these controllers, some of these like 
you know, these Bond villain leaders in the world, right? The heads of the financial institutions or like the Klaus Schwab's of the world, right? Get get close enough and just put a little put a little like vial of acid in their coffee or something like that, and then they'll just be like, and then, you know, you know, these these folks, these these evil like like like, oh, they, they, and then they're just gonna be like. Oh my God! What am I doing? And then, and then I think that this plan has merit. And it'll just all go back to normal. Yeah. And then everything—it's gonna there'll be flowers blossoming everywhere, and they'll be like, "Why am I trying to take over the world? This is all just absurd!" And they're gonna pour all their money and energy into making this world the beautiful place that we all deserve, right? <laughs> oh man, that's 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 so sweet. That's a that's a nice dream. You know, you know why? You know why you. These guys are, are the way they are. It's because they're gamblers. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've ever known gamblers. My dad was a gambler. Mm. And, and that's part of the reason uh, why we never got anything when, when he was alive. Mm. Because gamblers need their money. It's a tool. You know, it's just like yeah. taking a, a saw away from a carpenter. You know, money is a tool. Mm. And you can never have enough money. Because gamblers, this is the way it, it works. They might gamble for five bucks and double down, make it ten. They might be there's a, a gambling where they're like in the oil, mm -hmm. uh, oil stock, and that we're talking millions, if not billions, of dollars sure. that they gamble yeah. with. They gamble oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. Just like this gasoline shortage that we're yep. going through now. Yeah. That could that that that, that yeah. It could have been hacked, but I, I'm kind of thinking, wow, just what happened when they cut off the gasoline supply, the prices went skyrocketing mm -hmm. and everybody started hoarding gasoline. Yeah. In other words, it was like a fire sale on gasoline. Yeah. yeah. So, gee, did the hackers really do that or did mm -hmm. uh, did they come up with this plot? See. Certainly. Artificial Financial scarcity. institutions, yeah. they're all gambling. Yeah. They're all gamblers. Yeah. We can't rely on them. You know who we rely on? The creative people. Mm -hmm. See, it's art yeah. that saved, uh, like back in the day, Egypt, you know, it was those pyramids. And, and think about that. The, the, the pyramids were built by artists. You know, it might have been designed by the, by the pharaohs, <laughs> you know, but come on, what, an 18-year-old guy is going to design a, mm -hmm. a pyramid, you know? So it was the art department in Egypt that went to work because think about art. Art creates work, mm -hmm. uh, slave work, you know, labor. Oh, yeah. You know, and craftsmen, you got to know how to cut that rock, you know, how, you know, you got to and then you got to shape it, and make it look beautiful. And, and all the tombs and everything else. By the way, when I, I in fact, uh, within the next few years, maybe this year, I'm going to start designing my tomb. Because uh, I'm going to be like King Tut. I want to have my own tomb and my favorite things with me in the tomb, and then and then it'll be a, a, a tourist uh, destination. Absolutely, nice. that's awesome. Wow, we got to we got to. You guys heard it first. We got to go see Tommy yes. Chong's tomb. So we'll yeah, Chong's tomb, great man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to we got to go get stoned on Tommy Chong's. Yes. Oh, dude, you know it's going to be an absolute <laughs> tourist destination. That's yeah. that's that's powerful. But you see, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See. See, this is how there's two ways to make money with tourism or with war. Yeah. You see, with yeah. war, it's kind of messy because now you got 
survivors and people and prisoners and all that all that stuff to deal with you know but tourism is great so even back in the early days you know uh, you know they had colossus colossals uh, this great statue that was mm-hmm. built, biggest mm-hmm. in the world, eight wonders of the world, yeah. or whatever it was. See, they were all meant for tourism, and they even turned Christianity. You know, hey, we got a piece of the cross. It's over in this church here. You know, <laughs> you know, they got mm-hmm. oh, a piece of uh, Jesus garment. You know, mm-hmm. all, all that stuff. It's all tourism, and so, so what I see. What's going to save uh, uh, America is AI, artificial intelligence, mm. and together. In fact, I'm a product of AI okay. because because I, I'm using my my creative <laughs> urges to 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 try to figure out how we can uh, uh, save save our planet. But that's and but this is right intelligence. Now, this is intelligence, right, not artificial intelligence. Yes. This is intelligence. Yeah. Well, everything's artificial when you think. Okay. I mean, this phone, this phone. Totally. I'm using, oh yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. These are all tools. Totally. Like I say, tools to help us. You see, and, and like when people say to me, "How about you know the farmer?" They try to think, "Oh, the weed farmer." You know, big business is going to come over and take over. That's bullshit. Big businesses, just little guys that know how to work with a lot of stuff, big, big, big uh, fields and that, you know, and if, and if the fields need to be the uh, uh, insect, you know, take out the insects, you know, then we'll get this poison, you know, that, that'll fuck up our environment. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Whereas see the weed or the artists, they won't do that, you know, because mm-hmm. they need the bees. They need the mm-hmm. thing yes. to, for their art. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and the other thing about the art that I that I got to point out to is what two things arts artists need when they work. They need a project and they need food and lodging. Mm-hmm. See, and so back in the day when they built the pyramids, it was the Egypt was very lush. They had crops that were incredible to feed the artist, to, to feed the, and then when they went to war, they, they had all the artists that could, and the farmers, they all got together and they put on their war gear and they went to war. But they, 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 they didn't lose that much, you know, and when they had rules of warfare. But what I'm saying is that it's the art of the human being that will make this planet of, of, of what it is mm-hmm. this plan like i had a big argument with timothy leary mm. it wasn't a big argument in fact it was a, a comment by me and it was a lot of shouting by him <laughs> <laughs> he said yeah, i told him he said first of all he said you know we got to get on a spaceship we got to mm-hmm. find another planet we got to do it and i said tim tim we're on a spaceship right absolutely. now absolutely it's called earth yeah it's going through space at a speed of 1035 miles an hour at a speed but we can enjoy we don't have to put on any kind of oxygen uh mask or or helmets or get sit in a little cramped spaceship <laughs> we're on earth we're on, man we're on the yeah, ultimate we can, spaceship yeah, yeah we can we can just kick back and relax and Tim was so funny about it. But what I see, what I see happening, especially here, 
This, this is our planet. By the way, I, I think, I said this on Joe Rogan, and he, I, I don't know how, uh, Joe was kind of shocked at everything I said anyway. <laughs> but, but I said, I believe, you know, because the universe is so vast and there are so many universes mm-hmm. that there is no other life on this, in this universe. There's just us. Mm-hmm. Because there's no, it's, you got talk about social distancing. <laughs> the universes are social distancing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why can't we have our own universe? Yeah. And I think we do, you yeah. see, because we are that, we are that uh, 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 anointed, yeah. you know? I agree. You know, we are. Yes. If God if God made all this, why 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 wouldn't He give us Earthlings? Uh, you know what they what they try to do and say the Earth is a little tiny little speck. Yeah, yeah, but there's little tiny specks to us too. Mm-hmm. You know everything is in proportion. Right. So yeah. I believe that we have our own. This is our own universe, and so, and no matter what we do to this Earth, it won't matter. Because time will go and erase it all, yeah. and we're back to what square, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wow, Tommy, what an amazing conversation! So, so I, I just want to ask though, you know, uh, you you've mentioned Cheech quite a few times. Do you have any projects or anything coming up with Cheech? Can we do it? Can can will we ever get another Cheech and Chong movie? Is there uh, is there any future there? Well, well, we're 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 working on it. My my daughter and her. Her guy, uh, they're finishing up a Cheech and Chong uh, documentary, you know, and it talks about the breakup and uh, the makeup and all that stuff. In fact, I I, I stuck my big old daddy nose in there and and I wrote a a bit that (laughs) that they're kind of in shock over. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I told them, relax. And we will, I'll, I'll use it in my own movie <laughs> because it got everything all figured out. Yeah, yeah, we got the documentary coming out. Uh, and then Cheech and I are doing a, a, a series of uh, 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 pot shops, mm-hmm. dispensarias, we call them. Sure, dispensarias. And, and, and they're going to be all over the place. In Canada, eventually, maybe. Uh, when we No, actually, they're going to be in Canada. Because I, I keep forgetting that I'm going to use the negative publicity to get all, all this shit done. That's what we learned with Trump, yep. by the way. The negative publicity, it works. Negative publicity and works. It, yeah, and if you put and if you put it uh, to a good cause, it's perfect. It's what yeah. we need. Uh, no, I think uh, no. The Cheech, uh, you know that. Yeah, that was the question. Is Cheech and I going to do anything? Well, I wrote a great, great bit coming home from a golf tournament and <laughs> and I wanted to give it to my daughter and her guy but they it was too much for them <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it and uh, and do something with it but uh, yeah Perfect. yeah teaching her together more than anything my wife and I Shelby and I uh, I don't know if you see us on TikTok but we're on TikTok and uh, and uh, that other <laughs> not on Facebook but that I keep forgetting Instagram, Twitter, something. Instagram, Instagram, maybe perhaps. But uh, no, uh, the social media. What's that? Twitter. 
YouTube? Nope. YouTube? Nope. No. 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 Uh, Parlor? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bitshoot? Bitshoot. Uh, Telegram. Uh, what's the? No, what do they always? Uh, you're, you're always on your Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Instagram. Why can't I think of I Instagram? Know. I don't know. IG. It's IG. You say my IG. But uh, that 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 IG. That, per- that segues right in, Tommy. Like, how can our listeners come find you? Find what you got going on. Stay up to date. Um, support you any anywhere they can support you or anything you want to plug Instagram. Well, yeah, I'm going to start a uh, a, um, a save the world fund through yeah. movies. Nice. Uh, br- briefly, briefly, here's how we can save it through movies. Um, a movie company is way more effective and efficient than any government. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. A government they appoint friends and people to different positions movie companies appoint people to different positions according to their ability and talent Mm -hmm. yes absolutely so if we were to make a movie say about the homeless Mm -hmm. for instance we could eliminate homelessness in city by city just by making a movie about it and hiring all the homeless as movie actors or movie extras or movie uh, carpenters or whatever. If you can't do anything, you're an extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's great. If you're just a body, you can just be a body. But when you hire people uh, on a movie, they have to join the guilds. Uh, and when you join a guild, you get health coverage. You, you get all the benefits, uh, and you get a uh, you get a steady paycheck. And 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 you got a, a a a craft that you can do. Like there's extras that are professional extras, mm-hmm. you know, and there's actors that are actors, and so on and so on. And so what we can do with the homeless, first of all, we can permit the area that they're living in, so that we, the movie company, owns that area, not the neighbors, not the government, but the movie company. And so then we can move the people from that area where they got their tents, you know, underneath the overpasses and all that shit. We can move them out to uh, living facilities, which the movie company provides because that's part of their job to house and close the the actors. And, and, uh, and then the kids go to school, the men uh, go to work. If they're craftsmen, they go practice their craft or whatever it is, but they all got jobs and they all got a purpose in life. And then the movie itself will pay uh, for for whatever money that they, they, they put out for them. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm getting yeah, at? Totally. And, and and so the 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 residents gets their their city back, you know, their parks and their and their underpasses and that we lose a tent city and then we build villages out out in areas, government land, perhaps that can house and clothe uh, a large portion of the population. Because you got to remember when they did Cleopatra, I think, or one of those movies, or Ten Commandments, or something. The movie company hired an entire army to be in the movie. Sure, yeah. And so, so if you can hire an army. You can sure hire a few thousand or whatever uh, homeless, yeah. you know, and take care of them and yeah, put them yeah. in school and 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 have them become uh, uh, productive citizens again. You see, 
<laughs> so I got I got ideas like that. That's amazing. And and and, and imagine if we if we pulled it off, and then all the other countries would look at it and say, "Oh, let's get our movie company going." There you, you go. know what I'm saying? Yes. Absolutely. And then and, and and then you listen. Then you are really uh, listening to the government. You're in partners with the government because you're helping the government. You're creating employment. You're creating uh, all sorts of. Uh, uh, good things for for the people, and 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 therefore, uh, you know, the government's going to give you tax breaks, and and then the movie theaters are going to be very happy, or the movie, TV shows or whatever, you know, when you sell the product, yeah. because I, I I see doing a movie about that, uh, the immigrants, you know, trekking from Guatemala to to. Uh, to uh to america <laughs> to me that's a movie itself yeah. what 1300 miles on yeah. foot yeah. <laughs> isn't that a movie yeah. i mean absolutely <laughs> there's a lot of movies there oh my god <laughs> we gotta get the movie theaters open first yeah i gotta get movie theaters open yeah. first so there you go yeah. well no no what'll happen you sell to the tv you can do yeah. it at home i mean yeah and then and and i also I know I, you got to go. I got to go. Yeah. But I also got a, a, a plan for the movie theaters. Check this one out. All right. It's a, an indoor drive-in movie theater. Whoa. Indoor. Okay. With permanent, permanent cars. Oh. You, you, co you come up to the to the, the entrance and you show them your ticket, what car you're, you reserved for the movie, and then... <laughs> Then you go to your car, <laughs> and and uh, you're protected. It's it's clean. It's all those good things. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's I like it. Genius. We we need more drive-in theaters. Yes. I like the indoor drive-in theater. That's stationary awesome. Stationary cars. You just go in and isn't that isn't that great idea? Yeah. Isn't that great, great idea? I love great it. Idea. And then Perfect. you and then you go to the snack bar because <laughs> that was always my favorite time to go. When I was a kid, we go to the drive-in movie theaters. We have a date, of course. And then the, the guy that ended up in the snack bar with the most lipstick all over his face was the hero. <laughs> I think I'd rather have women on roller skates coming up to the there windows, you go. Right? There you go. I want to I go on a date where I put my lipstick all over somebody's cheeks. That sounds yeah, like fun. Well, I'm missing out in life. What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. We had so much fun in driving. And the great thing is that if, if you never got along, well, you still had a movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Tommy. Well, thank you so yeah, thank much. Thank you brother. so much. Like, for this coming was quite on. an honor. It's so much Definitely. fun. Uh, maybe we'll do it again someday if there's any updates down Anytime. the road. Yeah. That's, Anytime. So great. You, That's so great. You want me you want me home here. I'd love to talk. Awesome. So awesome. Thank, thank you so, so very much. much. Wonderful day. Love you. Love you too, love brother. You Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Wow, guys, dude. So did you ever think like a year ago, like maybe we'll someday we'll be interviewing Tommy Chong, right? I like talking to him about like, like his early days making up in smoke. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, like, crazy. like, that, like I was dying you guys, laughing. You guys, you guys caught this. You, or you guys didn't catch this before, before we started rolling. It was great because we're going to cut we were, that in somewhere. You're going to give me a clip of that. But we're, I don't think we were recording anywhere with that. What? Wait, which part are you talking about? The part where, okay, well, I'm telling you. Okay, so okay, sorry. Time, when we first started rolling, we, we first met Tommy. Tommy pops up on our screen, and we're like, what the hell oh. is going on here? And I'm like, hi, I'm Scott. And he's like, hey, this is Ed. And Ma Megan's like, hi, I'm Megan. He's like, Megan, zoom in on her real quick. <laughs> and then Megan's got the camera running here. So. Hi, nice to meet you. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Excellent. 
Excellent, excellent. How are you today? Good. Let's have a close-up on Megan. I want to see. Okay, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Megan. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't zoom in here. We'll, we'll do it. Right. Oh, you can't do it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's All the right. best smile I'll have today. There you go. Oh no. Yeah, there she is. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, Megan. Yay. Hello. <laughs> Megan's hot. <laughs> I'm going to have to have, I need, that? yeah, okay. I was we're, recording we're, it on okay, mine good, good, good. We'll, we'll, we'll and I want to that. cut it in so I can have Tommy Chong on my Instagram <laughs> feed saying that Megan's hot because that was like, I'm smiling for days yeah. on that, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was really so cool. So that was pretty, that was pretty epic. But anyway, you know, but that's his, such a great conversation. Well, his dude, perspectives like, yeah. on just like God and spirituality yeah. and really, I didn't see that one coming. and I've been, and you know, I've been talking to our good friend Chaney quite yeah. a bit and we talk about just intuition and perceptions yeah. and just the feeling of energy and, you know, to hear, you know, Tommy talk about just like that little inner voice and like what we perceive and you know I, I go where I'm pushed I go where I'm flowing and, yeah. and really I think we talk about like blossoming our gifts and yeah. using all of the things that are adverse against us and he's just talking about it very poetically like I went to prison and you know I allowed that to be kind of a spiritual retreat and I was just me and this and it's really interesting to hear like how people will use um, things that could potentially just make you be stuck where you're just bitter and oh, resentful yeah. and yeah. angry and then you get out and you're in the same exact place where you began versus, you know, how much he flourished and, you know, thrived after that. So I, yeah. I just think that's really, really cool because that's just the energies and the intuition has been something that's come up a lot lately and to have him kind of reaffirm that, you know, it's just, it's just another human being out there that recognizes kind of the spiritual existence that we're in and, and listening yeah, to this inner voice. And, uh, anyway, yeah, it's pretty powerful. It was, it was. And I know for our regular listeners that you probably are sitting there like these guys should have fucking blah, blah, blah. We know. Come on. We, I know. We know. Well, right. listen, where, listen, I think we should just I put can, it just I, the same thing that this Sam Tripoli said when yeah. he came on, like yeah. is, is and it's recovery principle. You got to focus on the similarities. Yes. Man. Yep, and yep, we, yep, I think yep, we yep, all yep, experienced yep, like, this is a wonderful man with a great heart and we're going to focus on those similarities. And yeah. we learned something, and yeah. maybe that's a lesson to us all that, like, yeah. like even if we don't agree with everybody on everything, we can all get something from each other if Absolutely. we can like just listen to each other, right? Yeah. And, like, and there's uh, there's a lot of a lot of great stuff there. Sure, we could have uh, we could have challenged we could have directed things, we could have directed, but, but, but you know, but, but really we didn't have him on for that either. We really wanted it. to hear yeah. his perspective and where he's coming at. Yeah. And like, I know, I know. Like I just, I just know our hardcore fans, our hardcore listeners, know, would be like these motherfuckers. I'm never listening to them again. Oh no, no, they're not. They love Tommy Chung just as much as. Oh, dude. Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Come on. How awesome, guys. Really, so really an honor. Yes. That was kind of in, intense and insane that we actually just, yeah. like, yeah. I'm still, like, a little bit, I have, like, yeah. a flush and a little bit of a sweat. Like, we were so just talking to Tommy Chong. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah. in your yeah. life did you think that was going to happen? Never. Never, never, never. Wow. So, so much positive energy. Yeah. Totally positive, positive energy. That's all I felt, Definitely. too, was just yeah. positive energy. He had such yeah. just happy eyes, kind eyes, a calm demeanor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, he was probably stoned. Probably I was just trying to say, I was just waiting. I was like, I kind of want to smoke a joint with Tommy yeah. Chung. Now, like, he's cool in the movies, but, like, yeah. actually yeah. to talk to him, yeah, though, yeah, I'm yeah. like, gotta, wow, what a drive, cool vibration. you got to take your car to the drive-in theater. So oh, that's it. I'm on it. I'm on yeah. it. That's <laughs> awesome. There's a new movie with the homeless tent people. Oh, yeah. That's no, actually, no, that's a really cool idea. I said this on the air about my idea. 
What, what was what's your, your idea? The homeless people? How we what? put them to work? Oh, yeah, you did. You did. did uh, I say it on the air? You said it on the mail episode last week. Oh, okay. That's yeah, right. about, like yeah, going yeah. and giving them all 20 bucks to go into Walmart oh, go without a mask. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I thought about I that since. I don't think it's a bad I think we would you say it's crowdfunding or something? We would have to word it as something different to have some kind of a GoFundMe page set up so they don't. Well, we just have to go get funding. Go get funding. Go get funding is the one they want. That's Okay. All right. Um, I want to do a quick plug here real quick, though. While we got I have it. one, so, too. So I'm wearing my tinfoil, my official. This is like, like a real actual tinfoil hat. It yes. keeps the radio waves from entering my brain, which is what a tinfoil hat is. Yeah, I got to right? say that looks good. It looks man. pretty it looks sharp. Really I, need, good I want him I to make like a cowgirl sure. straw hat that has like yeah. the tinfoil oh, lining for go. the summertime because yeah. I can't just wear that out. every. Like, yeah. I mean, not to get too fashiony about it. That's no, awesome. There, it's there's a couple different ones. There's a couple there's, different ones. There's okay. a lighter one and there's like another more like winter one. But this anyway, guys, Spiral Gear, SpiralGear.com. Yes. Our friend Matt Landman, who was on a couple episodes ago, Frank and Skies, and he he hooked it up too. He sent me a little pouch. I didn't even yes. order one. I ordered this, and then I didn't order uh, the phone pouch thingy. But he he sent it to me for free. So Matt, thanks. You know, it came with the stuff with all these little uh, little hander outer things. That's incredible merchandise. Hander outer things. Yeah, hander outer, outer things. New terminology. Yeah, Frank Frank and Skies, dude, just a little promotional stuff. But you know, just Matt. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, Appreciate it. so awesome. So and then we awesome. Got it. Okay, and I want to plug. Um, this is uh, my buddy Austin that I work with. Um, he he made a T-shirt, yes. and uh, and it's pretty awesome. It's, oh yeah. Uh, it's you know the don't tread on me shirts yeah. with the, yeah. the snake. Yeah. Well, it's don't shed on me. So, yes. So, and I, okay. I don't know if we'll be able to uh, make it big on here so you guys can really I can, see. I can overlay we'll kind of go like that and see if you can see it from there. But anyways, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, we'll put the awesome. we'll put the link in the show notes. <laughs> and also, if you use uh, Truthzilla uh, as as a promo code, you get a discount on it. So, oh wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, right so, on, right on. Really? So, right yeah, on. I have to order that. Yeah, awesome. I want to get one of those. I'm gonna cut. Cool I'm gonna cut the neck out like I like, and then yeah, yep, well, they, yep. they have different shirts too. I'll show yep. you here. Speaking of, too, you know, check out our t shirt shop, truezilla.org forward slash shirts. We've been getting a lot of orders. So, thank you all who are supporting the show with the uh, t shirt orders. I would say if you if you see something or if you if you like the shirt, take a picture of it and send it to us, you know, like on Instagram or on our uh, uh, Telegram page. If you go to Telegram, it's at truezilla. Wait, what's that social media thing? Um, yeah, Instagram. Okay, yeah, the Instagram. So, IG. So, so send, us, send us pictures of you in your Truezilla gear and, and let us know if it's okay and we'll use it in like one of our little promotional little memes or whatever that we do with it. So, but yeah. thank you guys have been like really supporting us through the yes. show. You know, um, also we're on Patreon and Rockfin. If you guys are watching us anywhere else but Rockfin, I don't know what you're doing, so. Anyway, Rock so yeah, 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 so you guys, thank you so much. What an honor! I'm so glad you guys are on this ride with us. Yes, you know, we 100%. literally couldn't do it without all the love and support from all of you, um, just in, in every way possible. You know, I, I got a message today about somebody who really who here, lives here in Oregon too, says they love the show and they're sharing it with their friends, yes. and it's just like that right there. You know, if yeah. not, I mean, just if nothing else, just just talk about it with your friends because. You know, like Charlie Robinson says, like the algorithms do not love us. That's the only way that this show will ever get out to anybody yeah. is yeah. by Certainly. your word of mouth. True. So, and it's yeah. just I, like I think pretty much every social media has already told us at this yeah. point that they're either like they've given us strikes or they're restricting yeah. our our reach. They, yeah. Like they've they've told yep. us up front yep. on top of like the shadow banning that's happening. And, it, and it's so funny, like 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 it, our Facebook page. We've had like nine hundred and something followers, like oh nine hundred sixty followers for like six months now. Like you're telling me we we haven't gotten forty new facebook likes in the last six months like yeah, at all totally no so and then same thing with twitter like we've been right at like 790 followers for like six months 
795. Like, literally mm. between like 770 and 790 yeah. for like six months. It's just like, you guys. Well, whatever. both those platforms have specifically, yeah. those are the platforms that have really come after us so far. I mean, yeah. I don't believe any of those things. Yeah, it's, so, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. And I don't care. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. That means we're doing the work. We're doing yeah. the right job. Yeah. We're on Certainly. the right track. We're over the target. We're saying what needs to be said. Yeah. And uh, that's that. That is that. Yeah. Wow. Well, everybody, I don't know how what else I could possibly say. That was the <laughs> amazing and uh, and really, really talented Tommy Chong. We were so grateful that he sat with us today. Super, super cool conversation. And uh, thank you for your support. Until next time, I'm Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Boop, 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 boop.